Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Christopher Corbyn's Antitrust Project. I'm your host, and today we are going to be discussing the potential acquisition of BT Sports Division by DAZN. So let's get straight into it. By 2012, BT was seeing customers leave to join internet rival Sky. Sky's attractive sport and broadband bundles saw customers flocking to them. This was the main motivation in BT setting up BT Sport to stop the loss of customers to Sky. And on, and on 12th of June 2012, BT announced that they had won the rights to 38 Premier League games, England's flagship footballing competition. This set in motion a series of events over the next two years, which saw BT bidding and winning the rights to a series of British and international sporting events, including Premiership Rugby, with the Women's Super League, MotoGP, the Ultimate Fighting Championship, and European football divisions including the Bundesliga and Ligue 1. They also won the rights to many niche sporting events. On August 1st 2013, BT Sport 1 and BT Sport 2 came on the air. But the biggest announcement was still to come. On the 9th of December, UEFA announced that they would be ending a two decade partnership with Sky Sports and ITV and would be transferring the rights to the two biggest club competitions in the world, the Champions League and the Europa League, to BT Sport. That was a major coup for the broadcaster. But let's not forget why they were here. As Chief Executive Gavin Patterson told the BBC at the time, we are new to the market. The key for us is growing our broadband business. We are available on all platforms. If customers do not want to be BT broadband customers, they can pay for the service as well. This was all about growing their broadband and stopping the leakage of customers to Sky. And that's how we lead into how this all went wrong. Following an investigation by Ofcom, Sky and BT announced in December 2017 that they would be beginning a deal to wholesale their channels to each other. This meant you can now buy BT Sport directly from Sky and buy Sky channels through from BT through Sky's Now TV service. The problem for BT is this meant that Sky customers had much less of a price incentive to join BT Broadband, as they would no longer be getting cheaper access to the BT Sport services. This was very much BT losing the war. BT Sport was no longer able to give a convincing reason for Sky customers to leave and join them. With the, while the rivalry between Sky and BT may have been good for the Premier League, with TV rights jumping to a total of £5.1 billion in 2015, from £3 billion in 2012 when BT initially joined the market, it was only good for BT while it was convincing customers to stay with or join their broadband package. With Sky now able to sell BT Sports as part of a bundle with their own Sky Sports channels, customers were stopping joining BT. The wholesale deal with Sky led to BT accepting their role as second in command, with Patterson saying after renewing the Champions League rights for £1.2 billion in 2017, we don't need to be number one in the sports market, but we do need to be a viable number two. The change of strategy was reflected in the next Premier League rights auction in early 2018, with BT and Sky paying nearly £600 million less for 12 more games compared to the previous cycle. New broadcaster Amazon Prime also bought the rights to 20 games for the first time. It has been a tough few years for BT. 
a 500 million pound accounting scandal in Italy, 13,000 jobs being cut and failing revenues led to Gavin Patterson announcing his resignation on June the 8th, 2018. He was replaced by Philip Janssen on February 1st, 2019. By May 2018, BT's shares had reached a six-year low. Between 2015 and June 2018, BT's stock had dropped by over 60%. In the same period, the FTSE 100 had risen by 20%. BT were outliers, there there was no way around it, and they were in trouble. So with a new CEO came a new strategy. As I said earlier, football and sports broadcasting has always been a loss leader. With BT Sport unable to produce the broadband results BT had expected, they had to find a new strategy. By refocusing on investing into their mobile and broadband networks, remember that in 2016 BT brought EE for £12.5 billion, they're seeking to stem the losses in their market value over the past five years. In March, BT had announced £12.5 billion plans to begin investing into fibre to the premises, or FTTP. This would mean 20 million homes across the UK would have access to faster internet, as their homes would be fully connected to fibre, as opposed to fibre to the cabinet, or FTTC, where the green cabinets you might see on your street was connected to your home near old copper wiring, which led to slower transmission rates. BT is also developing the UK's 5G network through their subsidiary EE. BT plans for 5G to cover 50% of the UK by 2023, five years ahead of the government's target. BT is spending billions on their investments into 5G. With this comes increased costs, and BT shareholders are desperate to reduce the costly sports division that is no longer producing results and use it to fund the cash injection. In late April of this year, the Financial Times reported that the BBC were looking to fully or partially sell off their sports division. On the same day, BT released a press release, saying, Further to media reports, BT can confirm that early discussions are being held with a number of select strategic partners to explore ways to generate investment, strengthen our sports business and help take it to the next stage in growth. The discussions are confidential and may or not may not lead to an outcome. The news was responded to by BT investors with a 3% jump in their share price. Now, last week, the Financial Times have again reported that the BT Sports is up for sale, but they have now reported that a deal between BT and new over-the-top subscription service, can be, DAZN, can be struck between within weeks. So, who are DAZN? DAZN are a sports streaming platform seeking to transform the way we view sports. Think Netflix, but sports. They're also a British unicorn. That means they're a startup company that is now worth over $1.1 billion. They launched in 2016 in Austria, Germany, Switzerland and Japan. And by December 2020, they were available in over 200 countries across the world, including the UK. The rights they hold for each sport is different in individual countries. The biggest coup so far has been outbidding Sky Italia for the rights to Serie A games in Italy, by paying 2.5 billion euros. In the UK, however, they are largely known for their 2021 deal with Eddie Hearn's Matchroom Sport, in a deal worth potentially $1 billion over six years. 
This ended his long-term relationship with the Sky Sports box office. The current cost of the service is £7.99 a month. The Zone chairperson Kevin Meyer said it to a media press conference that acquiring BT Sport and gaining the rights to the Premier League would be, quote, great business. When the pandemic led to the Premier League rolling over its broadcasting rights in 2021, DAZN were the biggest losers. They were unable to challenge the current broadcasters Sky Sports, BT Sport and Amazon Prime. There was some rumours that they were considering a legal challenge. Buying BT Sport gives them a second chance at getting into the very top of the UK sports broadcasting market. They would also take over the rest of the BT Sport portfolio, including Rugby Union and Aussie Rules Football. So what's complicating the deal? Well, as usual, price will always be going to be a factor. The Financial Times suggests the figure would be in the hundreds of millions, but there's no confirmation of this. The biggest factor likely holding up the negotiations currently is BT Sport's current contractual obligations. Remember the BT and Sky agreement we were discussing earlier that ultimately led to the downfall of BT Sport? It is highly likely there is a clause within it which prevents BT taking off the air and changing to an over-the-top service without harsh penalties, potentially giving Sky a veto over whether BT is taken over. If Sky do attempt to use this veto, if it does exist, it is possible that the zone will file a complaint with the CMA, the Consumer Markets Authority, or Ofcom, who regulate TV. What happens next is heavily reliant on how the clause within the contract is worded. So what will the Consumer Markets Authority and Ofcom say about the deal? They'll both have to look at this deal and how it would work with for consumers. They should be taking a pragmatic approach in this case and recognise that if BT do plan on pulling out of the sporting sector, then it will be best to approve the deal. While a rivalry between Sky, DAZN and Amazon may cause lead to increased prices for consumers, it will also mean they are challenging each other for customers and growth. DAZN, as they are primarily a sports broadcasting organisation, have shown no interest in just being a viable second. As DAZN is currently available in a very wide array of platforms, if you own it, you can probably watch DAZN on it. It is unlikely that CMA will see this as a reason to block the deal. Additionally, allowing Amazon Prime to buy rights to Premier League and other sports over the past decade has shown that they have no objection to sports being broadcast over the top. All in all, the biggest challenge is what's in BT's contract with Sky. Thank you for listening. Please remember to follow and subscribe. And I hope I'll see you soon.